0: welcome to daily audio bible chronological i'm jill today's the seventh day of december so good to be here with you as we are waltzing are we waltzing or are we walking waltzing came to my mind for maybe we are waltzing through this last month winding down this final stretch of completion through the entire bible in chronological order We finished the book of 2 Corinthians yesterday. Uh, We're going to go back to the book of Acts just for a second, and then begin the book of Romans and read the first three chapters today. This week we're reading the Christian Standard Bible. Acts, chapter 20, verse 1 through 3. After the uproar was over, Paul sent for the disciples, encouraged them and after saying farewell, departed to go to Macedonia. And when he had passed through those areas and offered them many words of encouragement, he came to Greece and stayed three months. The Jews plotted against him when he was about to set sail for Syria, and so he decided to go back through Macedonia. Romans, chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called as an apostle, and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was a descendant of David according to the flesh, and was appointed to be the powerful Son of God according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. Through him we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name, among all the Gentiles, including you who are also called by Jesus Christ. To all who are in Rome, loved by God, called as saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because the news of your faith is being reported in all the world. God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in telling the good news about His Son, that I constantly mention you, always asking in my prayers that if it is somehow in God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I want very much to see you, so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, to be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Now, I don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I often planned to come to you, but was prevented until now in order that I might have a fruitful ministry among you, just as I have had among the rest of the Gentiles. I am obligated both to Greeks and barbarians, both to the wise and the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. For God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth, since what can be known about God is evident among them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, that is, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen since the creation of the world being understood through what he has made. As a result, people are without excuse, for though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. Therefore God delivered them over in the desires of their hearts to sexual impurity so that their bodies were degraded among themselves. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served what has been created instead of the Creator who is praised forever. Amen. For this reason God delivered them over to disgraceful passions. Their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. The men in the same way also left natural relations with women and were inflamed in their lust for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the appropriate penalty of their error. And because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to a corrupt mind so that they do what is not right. They are filled with all unrighteousness, evil, greed, and wickedness. They are full of envy, murder, quarrels, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, arrogant, proud, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, senseless, untrustworthy, unloving, and unmerciful. Although they knew God's just sentence, that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them but even applaud others who practice them therefore every one of you who judges is without excuse for when you judge another you condemn yourself since you the judge do the same things now we know that god's judgment on those who do such things is based on the truth do you think any one of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same that you will escape god's judgment or do you despise the riches of his kindness restraint and patience not recognizing that god's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance because of your hardened and unrepentant heart you are storing up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath when god's righteous judgment is revealed he will repay each one according to his works eternal life to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory honor and immortality but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. There will be affliction and distress for every human being who does evil, first to the Jew and also to the Greek, but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does what is good, first to the Jew and also to the Greek, for there is no favoritism with God. For all who sin without the law will also perish without the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For the hearers of the law are not righteous before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. So when Gentiles, who do not by nature have the law, do what the law demands, they are a law to themselves even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their consciences confirm this. Their competing thoughts either accuse, Or even excuse them on the day when god judges what people have kept secret according to my gospel through christ jesus now if you call yourself a jew and rely on the law and boast in god and know his will and approve the things that are superior being instructed from the law and if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind a light to those in darkness an instructor of the ignorant a teacher of the immature having the embodiment of knowledge and truth in the law you then who teach another don't you teach yourself you who preach you must not steal do you steal you who say you must not commit adultery do you commit adultery you who detest idols do you rob temples you who boast in the law do you dishonor god by breaking the law for as it is written The name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision benefits you if you observe the law, but if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has been uncircumcision. So if an uncircumcised man keeps the law's requirements, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? A man who is physically uncircumcised but who keeps the law will judge you who are a lawbreaker in spite of having the letter of the law and circumcision. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. On the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is of the heart by the spirit, not the letter. That person's praise is not from people, but from God. So what advantage does the Jew have? Or what is the benefit of circumcision? Considerable in every way. First, they were entrusted with the very words of God. What then? If some were unfaithful, will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Absolutely not. Let God be true, even though everyone is a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and triumph when you judge. But if our unrighteousness highlights God's righteousness... What are we to say? I am using a human argument. Is God unrighteous to inflict wrath? Absolutely not. Otherwise, how will God judge the world? But if by my lie God's truth abounds to His glory, why am I also still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, just as some people slanderously claim we say, let us do what is evil so that good may come, Their condemnation is deserved. What then? Are we any better off? Not at all. For we have already charged that both Jews and Greeks are all under sin as it is written. There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become worthless. There is no one who does what is good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They deceive with their tongues. Vipers' venom is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and wretchedness are in their paths, and the path of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are subject to the law, so that every mouth may be shut and the whole world may become subject to God's judgment. For no one will be justified in his sight by the works of the law, because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, since there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God presented Him as the mercy seat by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness because in His restraint, God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented Him to demonstrate His righteousness at the present time so that He would be just and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. Where, then, is boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By one of works? No, on the contrary, by a law of faith. For we conclude that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then nullify the law through faith? Absolutely not. On the contrary, we uphold the law. A good word today from Paul about hypocrisy. It makes me wonder (laughs) what the statistics are for the unbeliever not wanting to come to faith not want to come to relationship with Christ because of the hypocrisy of Christ followers. That terrifies me to think about. I think it terrifies me because I've heard people say that's the reason why they would never come to faith. It terrifies me because uh, I'm guilty of hypocrisy. And I guess it terrifies me in the sense of what if i am the reason why someone is lacking a relationship with christ so to pull from the god of your story today to really zoom in on this particular reading today we got a taste for the direct tone paul used as he spoke to his own people and us about hypocrisy essentially paul said that to condemn another person For the very same questionable behavior we participate in is a bridge to nowhere. Or in Paul's words, since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? But Paul's objective wasn't to condemn. It was to bring hypocrisy into the open and name it for what it was. And in naming it, to invite us forward into freedom, don't you see... How wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? To gain context, we should be aware that Paul was talking to devout people of the Jewish faith, a faith he had learned and practiced. He wasn't talking about things he did not understand clearly. But this reality makes this portion of the letter even more compelling because As devout followers of Jesus, we find the same kind of hypocrisy in our own faith and lives. How many times have we caught ourselves condemning a person for the very thing we have done? You are convinced that you are a guide for the blind and a light for people who are lost in darkness, Paul said. He then pointed out that if we're going to teach people the truth, we ought also to be able to teach ourselves. If we're going to condemn stealing, then we shouldn't steal. If we're going to condemn adultery, then we should be faithful. Paul's point in all of this is clear. We can't just become experts on the scriptures and use them as a weapon when we aren't willing to live into them ourselves. Or as Paul put it, you are so proud of knowing the law, but you dishonor God by breaking it Hypocrisy is completely unhelpful to the faith journey, and Paul made that clear. But there is a larger and sobering context that Paul revealed in the last verse of our reading today. The Gentiles blaspheme the name of God because of you. Stereotyping is not a new phenomenon, and Paul revealed that some of its effects are rooted in hypocrisy. In Paul's time, the hypocrisy of the Jewish leaders pushed people away the same kinds of behavior also repel people from Jesus and make a stereotype of those who love him. As the old proverb tells us, we must practice what we preach. We must invite the Holy Spirit to expose and name the hypocrisy in our lives so that we may rise above a stereotype and become something true. So Jesus, we invite you into that process here and now. Holy Spirit, reveal the hypocrisy in our own lives, the things that we may be completely blinded to. I pray that you would shine the light of truth on our hearts, on our thoughts, on our deeds that are not lining up with our actions and that are not lining up with the Word of God. Maybe we would sit today and consider the weight of the life that we are living as a direct example of Jesus Christ. And I pray that as truths are revealed, that we would walk to repentance, make necessary changes, and walk in a different direction so that our steps are in alignment with our words and that people would see Jesus, people would want to come to know the Jesus that we claim to know. And we can only do this with your help. So I pray that you would help us. And I thank you for meeting us here in this moment, right now. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible. That's home base. Check it out. Take a look around. That's the app. It's free. You can download it. And speaking of the app, if you would love to be a part of the technology advancement you can participate in our Christmas Vinyl Initiative. A twenty-five dollar minimum donation gets you one album, and you can purchase up to five, twenty-five dollars a piece. Those five titles are the Sleep Record, the Heart Record, Christmas Time by our son Maxwell Hardin Family Christmas Album, and Promised Land. The music underneath the Promised Land DVD. These are exclusively here during Christmas time and you can get them while supplies last. If you would like to partner with us here at the Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much for each and every donation in advancement. We could not do it without you and we are extremely grateful that we do not have to. If you're giving by mail D A B P O box 1996 Spring Hill Tennessee 37 174 or utilizing that technology hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner of your mobile app and lastly look for the give icon on the website if you need prayer if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so 800-583-2164 or once again utilizing your mobile device hit the red circle button located up at the top right hand corner You have two minutes on the prayer line for your recording. Hit submit at the end. Turn the wheel over to chronological and it will get to the right place. And lastly, if you'd like to participate in the Daily Audio Bible family Christmas album, you can do so. You can call on the main line or hit that red circle button on your app as well. Just a beautiful way to wish Uh, people all across the globe that may have prayed for you wept with you over the years uh, a merry christmas or just to reach out and be a part of this beautiful global community you can still do that but time is winding down so if you are sitting on it it's time to get up that's going to do it for me today we'll turn the page together tomorrow and continue in the book of romans i'm jill Until then, love one another.
1: Hi, this is a believer in Christ. My son had a mental health breakdown at the
0: end of October and has been in jail since that time. The grand jury is completing its process this week, we believe, and I'm praying that you'll pray with me for God's mercy and grace so that we can get him out and get him the mental health care that he needs thank you very much for your prayers hey D. B.
1: this corporate ADM driver uh seeking and thanking you for prayers and you know it's tough when you're going through the holidays when all you can think about is your past and the things that you've missed when your family is all deceased because i'm i'm in a situation where my poor entire family has, has passed many years ago now I still have not been able to position to create the new dreams and desires in my heart um, for a future. And I'm in a situation now where I'm in the process of possibly being evicted, and I still haven't gotten a job, and I continue to search for employment. The opportunities have not quite opened up like I thought they would. Um, but I'm blessed, and I'm blessed to have heart, mind, body, and soul, which is, which is healthy. I'm blessed to have a home, shelter, food, So I'm so thankful for everything that I have, but it's just, I don't see a way forward. And sometimes when you don't see a way, I pray that God will find a way. So I'm praying that some opportunities will open up. Even though I don't see a way, God will find a way and I'll find a job. Um, Somehow I will not get evicted from my apartment. And uh, that will get the help that I need in order to turn my life around. I'm trying to. I've finally got the courage and the confidence to seek help, and I just hope the people that I seek help uh, with have the ability to help me, have the time, have the resources, have the skills and knowledge and the energy and the compassion and understanding to help me, and, and uh, I'm able to get out of the situation I'm in with their help. And I'm praying that God will guide me in every step that I take, in every move that I make. In Jesus' name, I pray. Continue to help me, Lord God. I don't see a way. I know that God will find a way. In Jesus' name, I thank you for the state DAB. Thank you for your prayer.
2: Hey, DABC. It's Refined by the Fire in Ohio. I wanted to call and say just a really big thank you for everybody who prayed and supported um, getting the blankets for my dad's nursing home. We were able to deliver those on Friday. And he was... Um, mostly aware and like he knew who I was and um, he got really tired really fast so it's he didn't deliver all of them with us because that's it was a lot of blankets but he was able to help pass out a few and everybody was very thankful Um, so thank you so much for your prayers your encouragement through this whole process uh, since June it has just been incredible to watch how God has just pulled all these things together. And I think part of the biggest lesson for me was just being obedient to the Spirit. And while I was very doubtful every step of the way, just sure something was going to go wrong and it wasn't going to work out, um, He just kept bringing me back to His goodness and His faithfulness. and just demonstrating that verse of just help me in my unbelief. So thank you all, and I will check in soon. Love you.